name is Steve Stevens, the best sports consultant money can buy. I make more money betting sports than anybody in the world. I'm the one that tells you who to bet. I'm not a bookie, I'm the bookie killer. If money talks, then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make a hundred thousand dollars a day. The game that I pick, believe me, it's a winner. What I know could get you rich, cause all I pick is winners. Welcome to Las Vegas. Money talks, money talks. Welcome to Las Vegas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Stevens, VIP Sports Podcast, uh, number 75. I'm staying alive. Here with my special guest in the studio, Nick Fondo, a.k.a. Nick Fondarelli. Always great to be here with Steve Stevens, the <laughs> most respected, well, most connected guy in the sports industry. Great uh, to be here. Well, I appreciate that, Fondo. Uh, it, it seems that Skipper celebrated Cinco de Mayo a little bit early, so I had to get an extra a fill-in to see what's going on today. Well, that's all right. Just because Skipper succumbed to one of his weaknesses, the show must go on, Steve, <laughs> and it will. That is a fact. Well, anyway, Nick, it's nice to have you on the show. Like I said, if you guys don't know, Nick's my high-powered manager here at BIP Sports. He's the one that runs all 27 salesmen here in this particular office. Office. He's the guy that has meetings, controls them, and uh, somehow has been having some record-breaking fucking weeks. And from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you. You guys have been setting records out there. What's going on? A, you know, you would think it's the middle of football season out there, wouldn't you? I mean, for, you know, an NBA baseball time. Well, you're setting records on news. How many news you guys got this week? 76 news in three days. So far, 115K, just right at 115K in business. This is baseball season. This doesn't happen to other people well, out there. Well, it doesn't matter. I don't know if it helps the record that I've been giving you guys in my, well, I mean, per, my personal plays. Yeah. Eight no. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't get any better than that. I'm making a lot of people a lot of money. And if we have time, ladies and gentlemen, I'm actually going to make a phone call to one of my clients today, see how happy he is about the personal plays and the 100000 that he invested. Fantastic. Also sitting here with another special guest, uh, Veronica Garcia, I'd like to call my office Heine, my beautiful secretary, who's here to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Oh! <laughs> Big day today for Miss Garcia out what's there. What's going on? What's, what's going on, Veronica? You're, well, you're looking beautiful today. Thank you. You know, I'm sorry we don't have all the cameras. They got the top-end view to get in on you, but Veronica's definitely looking beautiful today, guys. Yes, nice is. outfit, has her hair done. What do you think, Fondo? Oh, she's always On a 1 to 10, what's she looking like today? She's an 11. An 11. Her attitude's a 15 for you guys out there that don't understand. But uh, we're going to bring her in as well for a little sex talk. We haven't had sex talk with Veronica in a long time here in the office, and uh, she's had a couple questions for me. Uh, heard a couple guys were sending you cock pictures and saying things like that. You wanted to ask me a couple questions if that was appropriate or not, right? What, what makes a guy think that he can send a pic without asking? A cockpit without asking? Without you asking for it, without, with no solicitation. Well, I tell you what, hold on to those thoughts because we're going to get into that okay. deep today. Okay. But that's why, we, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we have an action-packed podcast for you today. Two special guests, Steve Stevens. You couldn't ask for anything more. But before we get into our podcast today... I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, how to get a hold of us. If you guys want to start winning, if you're not following us already, I'm going to tell you how. If you want to get a hold of the VIP Sports Podcast crew, you want to talk to Steve Stevens, it's simple. Pick up the phone and call 877-220-6540. 
If you're just looking for a free pick, you can go to our website at VIP Sports Las Vegas. We have packages for every size, shape, and color of person. Nothing can you be can't be prejudiced to the size, shape, or color of the fucking money. Hey, I don't care if it's a pissing contest or a cockroach race. As long as I got the information and it pays, that's all that matters. Fair enough? All that matters is whether you're betting 200 or 20,000. What matters is we have a you We win. have a package that's designed for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Whether you got to crawl before you walk, walk before you run, we're here to cater to that. If you want to subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and iTunes, put your comment in. We love to read your comments. I mean, Veronica, we sit here and laugh a lot uh, about certain comments. And, and people sometimes bring up that we delete comments. The only time we delete anything, if someone start, talks about a family member or killing somebody or something that's just plain out fucking stupid, that has nothing to do with sports or you're a hater or you're mad about the money or whatever the fuck the case is. But 99% of them, it's all in good fun. We love reading. Talk to us. We'll talk back. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at VIP Sports LV. If you want to catch me on the DM, and for those squares out there, that's if you want to direct message me, the one and only Steve Stevens, the most feared sports better in the world, you can direct message me with any questions you have. Talk to me. I'll talk back. Sounds great. Give us a call. Now, the main thing is, is before we get into our podcast, I want to give a shout out to all of our military heroes listening to the VIP sports podcast around the world. This thing has been a huge success for us. We have got a lot of clients for us, and we've actually got hundreds and hundreds of thousands of new viewers. I've already and spoken to very nice young men and women out there in the military. As a matter of fact, just as you know, uh, Steve, we have a lieutenant uh, that we started working with here this week. Who Shout out to all the guys that are listening to the podcast and call VIP Sports for a second income. Because at the end of the day, while you keep our country safe, the least that I can do is make you guys some money for the family and for the kids at home while you keep guys like us safe. It's the least we can do. Absolutely. But if I'm not mistaken, Lieutenant's been one of your best clients over the last couple weeks, Fondo. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a guy who never actually bet sports in his life. Got in touch with us through the podcast and uh, pretty, off to a pretty good start. He got in on, you know, on this 8-0 run. Uh, he's real happy. He's coming to town, as you know, here in a few weeks. But a 21-gun salute to all of our military guys that are active, inactive, retired, the whole nine yards. Um, for anybody that wants to listen to our show uh, on the Armed Force Radio Network, Fridays at 11.30 a.m. Pacific. And you can catch it again Monday at 6 a.m., 6 p.m. Pacific as well. Great. What do you say we get into this show today? We got an action-packed show. First of all, let's start out by saying it's Cinco de Mayo, oh! and I could... <laughs> Want to give a shout-out to all the Mexican-Americans, to all Mexican people, period. Uh, Mexican's my favorite food. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Corona going on today, a lot of tacos, uh, tecate, tecate light, uh, and dos equis, which is uh, your drink of choice, right, Miss Garcia? Now, I want to go over a beautiful girl like yourself, a single young girl. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've heard Veronica in the past shows, you know, she has a few things that, you know, conditions that she has if you want to talk to her. First thing is you got to have a, a seis. Seis or siete? You got that? Oh, you got to at least have a sieta. You got to have a car and you got to have a fucking job. Yeah. So if you're sitting in your apartment right now thinking Veronica's good looking, you can compliment her, but the odds of you taking her out and maybe uh, getting a first, second, third, or even hitting a grand slam is going to be real short, isn't it? Beautiful girl like yourself on Cinco de Mayo. Obviously, you're dedicated to the office. And I see that you even took the time to cater 
tacos and enchiladas without me knowing. God, you're one of the best, and I do want to say from the bottom of my heart, probably the best accountant secretaries I've ever had in my entire life. Thank you for all you've done for VIP, Veronica. Second that, Veronica. Great job. Can you day. take me down memory lane? You know what? Before we get into sports, why don't we just get into sex talk, Veronica, right off the bat? Because she has things to do. What does a beautiful girl like you do on a day like this when you get off work, Veronica? I go to the bar. You're going to go to the bar. Okay, now obviously, obviously you're celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Now, this show's not going to air for a while, so you got about a 10-hour span. You're going to be at BJ's, I'm sure. All right, well, listen, you're not going to be giving out any BJs at BJs tonight, are you? It it oh, I like that! Oh, boy. I like that. Oh, God, I like boy. where your head's at. Guys, Just like I said, you rub her the right way, she <laughs> might start purring like a kitten is all I can tell you. Like I said, she's the type of girl that'll keep it real. Good conversation. What do you need, Veronica, to come up to you? Because uh, you said a lot of guys are intimidated. What's the first turn on about you? You don't want to hear no turn on line bullshit, do you? What, what do you want to hear? How can a guy come up to you and, and pull you out of the bar and maybe get a little nut off? What? Be able to make me laugh. Be able to make you laugh. Come up to you with something special, maybe buy you a drink, shot of tequila. What? Yeah. All right. So you're the type of girl that's very approachable. So you like you want to be laughing a little bit, but let me ask you, when you're four or five shots of tequila deep like you are tonight and the real Garcia comes out, you're playing the machines, then what? What are you looking for then? A guy with more money to feed the machine, first of all, right? Well, yeah, you want a guy that's going to support the machine a little sure. bit as well. A guy comes over, buys you a shot, puts a few hundred in the machine. Mm -hmm. If he has a good conversation. Oh so you don't even know. No? But 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 you're very approachable. I mean, you're far from a slut, but you're a beautiful 40-year-old woman that has a sexual appetite, so if, if if somebody can come and mack you down and he has a strong enough game to get to you. You guys might have a great fucking night. Might, yeah. Might. I've seen you late a couple nights here, a couple days, but uh, we'll keep that in between me. We're not going to talk about your past. But the reason why we brought Veronica in for sex talk is she wanted to, to ask me a couple questions. So I heard lately that you're getting a lot of cock pictures. Go ahead and ask me what you wanted to ask me, Veronica. I mean, I'm not really into the cock and this and that, but since I have one, I can easily give you some advice. So what are these guys doing now? What makes a guy think that he can Okay, so what happened? Have you ever met this guy before in your entire life? Never. Okay, so I mean, but are you like meeting him on a social network or something? Maybe going back and forth, or just you just got a blind cock out of the blue? Okay. Well, now the truth's coming out. So you you. Okay, so you initiated something on Facebook. What did you say to him? Okay, he initiated. Veronica, I know you. You had to send something sexy. What did you say to the guy to make him send his dick? He said, how are you? I said, I'm good. How are you? Boring. That's it. Okay, and then all of a sudden you get a picture of your dick? Okay, look, dude. I just got to say, whoever you are, dude, calm down on your fucking dick pic, bro. Like I said, no one gives a fuck about seeing that. That is not how you... So let me ask you, that turn you off or on? See, there's a couple different ways I can go about that right now. It's a bit of a turn off. Right off, the way that he did it too early. I would admit... I mean, Fondo, I know you're pretty much, are you still, I mean, you're still, I, I are you still in your flick, are you still taking pictures of your dick and sending I, I, them out these days? I haven't or? done that in weeks. Right. I mean, the, the, at, the I mean, at the your day, age, you're going to get a long limp cock, right? I mean, can you even work that thing up anymore? At the end of the day, you know, we all want the person we're interested in to know what our best qualities are, but I mean, that's just taking it to a new level. It's but now, cool. listen, I'm also from the streets, and I know you're from the old school now. Veronica, let's keep it 100 here also. On the other side of the token, um, I think it is okay to send a cock picture at the right time, because let me ask you why. Why? 
or let me tell you why. In my mom's day, and my grandma, grandpa, and I'm sure you've heard this statement, Fondo, in your time, it's not the size of the dick, it's, it, it's what you can do with it. It's not, this, it's not the size, it's what you can do with it. Well, in 2016, size matters, and let's be honest. So if you're just getting with a girl and you guys are starting to talk nasty and you like somebody, because Veronica, you've admitted in the past, you don't want a five-inch dick. Right. You don't want a six-inch dick. You want somewhere between a seven and a nine, and if you end up with a 10 and you're blessed, then you came up. You're having a lucky day. So um, wouldn't you like to know? Don't worry about that. They got that. Wouldn't you like to know after a good relationship with somebody what they're working with? Yes or no? Yes, of course. Because I would like to see your titties. Of course. I'd like to see a picture of your tits. Do you send pictures of tits to guys that send the cock? I don't. No? So you're getting just random fucks. Well, I know I want to give a shout out to Tony Coffee. Hey, Darren. Hey, hey fucking Darren. I fucking got this guy that I sold. And fucking Jackie fucking. Uh, we had an ex-employee. Shout out to Tony Coffee. Heard he's sending you a picture of his chapped up dick. He actually showed me. Tony, guys, if your dick is chapped up like you ran it through a grinder and it's got sunburn on that motherfucker, you might want to oil and lotion the motherfucker up before you send it to a beautiful can, girl. Can dude. I ask a dumb question before we move on? Yeah. What gives you, what makes you think that the picture of the dick you're getting is actually the guy's dick who exactly. sent it? Well, okay. because sooner or later you're going to find out and see it for yourself. Well, yeah. So if a guy's sending a different flick, that's completely yeah, on you. You're saying, oh, that, this isn't you. No. It's yeah. like catfishing. Yeah, it's, it, it, what, what they are is hashtag catfish cocks is what they're doing out there. <laughs> you guys out there with your catfish cocks, hashtag keep it real and send your Get real dick real. size. Oh, Get boy. real. But I want to talk for men as well. And like I said, I'm engaged. I'm about to be married. I'm not worried about it. Um, but, uh, and, and me and Kelly still play around. I mean, uh, guys like getting naked pictures of the girl that they're about to date or they see. Uh, it, it motivates them for the day. However, if you're sending that same picture to other people, it could be a fucking turn off. So ladies, you know, if you're sending out titty and, and pussy pics, be selective. Only send it to a couple. Don't be an all out whore and motherfucking text blast your whole motherfucking directory. You know what I mean? And for you guys out there that have a chapped up fucking dick, uh, do you think a girl wants to suck your dick? And I mean, if, if, if you suck that dick, what would happen? You'd be spitting out scales like you just ate fish. <laughs> Oh, God. But, Veronica, listen, if a guy catches you out the bar uh, straight up, give me some key factors how he could pull you out of the bar and have a good chance of having a wild-ass fuck session with you tonight. Get me real drunk. Get you real drunk. <laughs> I like your fucking attitude. Guys, there's still good girls like her out there. Couple, I told you. Couple thousand bucks, baby. But something, one thing about Veronica, yeah. but hear, the, hear, my th hear me out, though. Get her drunk, but you still, she's not a stupid drunk. No. You still got to keep your conversation up. You still got to feed her machine. You still got to be a gentleman. You said you got a guy that, that, that that's, you kind of want to fuck. You kind of like him a little bit that you said you went out with him last night. You like the scruffy look, but you said he had his eyebrows waxed and you didn't like that, huh? I'm not into eyebrows waxed at all. Now, you like the scruffy guy. It's one thing if you clean him up, but not like waxed. Right. So what, what really turned you on? What type of guy? I think you, you already told me like the fireman in his suit. Like, if you could just come home and have a fireman with his boots on and an 11-inch dick hanging, you're in heaven, right? Facial hair. Yeah. Facial hair. So you got to be a manly man for you? Is that what you like? Now, do you like to be manhandled when you fuck? I do. You do. So you like a, a guy to take charge. Mm -hmm. So if you have just like a guy that's big burly and he lays back and thinks you're going to put the work in, that ain't happening. No. So somebody has to... Take control. Someone's going to have to push your buttons for you to react. Yes. 
I like that. He doesn't like the pants. Jesus guy. Christ, guys. No, if you don't like a sexy girl like this that all you got to do is talk the right way, buy her a couple shots of tequila, manhandle her, and have the best fuck session in the world, shame on you. Take control. Anyway, Veronica, listen, I love you to death. It's Cinco de Mayo. It's your holiday today. You want to give any shout-outs to the family or anything out there, considering you're my main hyena? I do want to give a shout-out to uh, all my compadres out there. Be safe. I know a lot of you guys get drunk as fuck. A lot of my friends are illegal aliens. Man, listen, there's this thing called Uber. It's $15. Don't kill yourself. Don't kill anybody. To everybody out there celebrating single to mile, be safe. Right. Get in an Uber. Get a cab, because I don't want you killing my fucking family. That's for fucking sure. That's and uh, not to bring it up, but RIP to Veronica's mom, who uh, lost her life in a car crash as well. So... Uh, like I said, Veronica, you want to give any shout-outs to the family or anybody out there back in uh, Cali? Yes, especially Emily. Can you say hello to Emily? Emily, what's up, Emily? Well, yeah, she can, she can hear you too. Emily, it's Cinco de Mayo. You're missing the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys don't know, Vegas sets it the fuck off for Cinco de Mayo. You would think you was in Mexico. You would think you were in a barrio. You think it makes it Cali or whatever the fuck it is. That's it, but uh, we party or whatever. You want to get in your van and come down to the place and party or whatever? We've got tequila, tecate, tecate light. And we're having a party out here in Las Vegas at VIP Sports as well. well but by the time that. the podcast hits, we'll be drunk as hell at another location. But, Veronica, thank you so much for your sexy sex talk. Uh, if you guys want, I want you to put your comments in. Do you want to talk to Veronica all the time? I mean, Veronica, is there any chance that we get you on tequila today and maybe show your tits or... No, I love, see, guys, there's a difference between a grown woman that likes to have sex and a slut. This is a well-groomed, real woman that's sexual, that holds her composure, and shout out to beautiful women that hold their computer, computer? Smoke another fucking joint, Steve, that know how to hold their composure, because guys like me really appreciate guys like you. Guys like you? Jesus yeah, Christ. Like you. Hey, Veronica's I, the best. No, I mean, but she gets... She's so guys you know, like me appreciate I, women like you. I see. Yeah, her listen, every it's not day. a secret. I'm buzzed and I'm she, drinking. My guys know it's Cinco de Mayo. I'm gonna do what I want. But she does look <laughs> extremely good today, Veronica. Thank you me. really do. You're an 11 today. Anyway, Veronica, on a one to ten, you're 11. I want to give you a round of applause, guys. Do you want to see more of Veronica? Do you want to see? Hold on. Do you want to see Veronica's tits? Do you want to have her back on the show? Oh, sorry. Uh, go to VIP Sports YouTube. Put your comments on if you want to see more sex talk with Veronica. You're beautiful. Oh, okay. So, what, what, so say that again. What you're looking for? Are, are, are we going to have to raise a, a a trust fund for your boobs? Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, go fund me. But your oh, breasts. Me? But yeah. your breasts are beautiful. You're looking. God, I mean, look, are you looking at those? I, I, I've been looking at them I mean, for three if, years. I, if I was single and she let me, I would suck them motherfuckers dry. I'm telling you. Oh, I'd love to bounce on those like a trampoline. But you really do? You want reconstructive? I mean, that's what you want to do? Like, hey, listen. Every divorced guy hey, out there is paid for them. It hey, shouldn't be hard. Before I move any further, I want to give a shout-out to my fiance Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Uh, who's going into surgery today. For, for those people that don't know, Kelly's on her second set of tits in two years. Congratulations. It must be very, it must be very, very exciting to be married to the best sports consultant in the world, wouldn't you say? Second set of tits in two years. Uh, listen, guys, whether I'm making my fiance's tits bigger or people's bankroll bigger. One thing about me, Steve Stevens likes it all bigger, and I think that's rubbed off on you because you want your tits bigger. Do you want to get your girl's titter? Are you tired of your girl's tits being small? Do you want to increase your bankroll? VIPSportsLasVegas.com. And that's real, guys. Um, 
Are, is your swagger a little off? Is your confidence a little low? Does your girl need some new tits or a new attitude? Could you use an extra Mercedes in your life? VIPSportsLasVegas.com. Come deal with a guy that bets big and lives larger. Give a round of applause for Ver Veronica Garcia. I can tell you this. My office hyena, my numero uno, and my ace. I love you, Veronica. A lot of titties getting paid for this week. Ah, uh, that's a, a fact. Lot. You guys want to donate to Veronica Garcia's titty fund? How do we get a hold of you, Veronica? Just have him call Fondo. How do we, how do we, how, what's your social media, Veronica? Fuck it. Put it out there. That's Instagram. Anywhere else to contact you? There you go. Guys, keep it professional. Like I said, this is a girl that makes six figures a year. This is a grown woman that has an uh, appetite for sex, but a professional uh, woman with a office mind, very smart, very intellectual, and makes me and my firm a lot of money and actually deals with millions and millions of dollars. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, came out of sex talk. Why don't we move right from sex talk into boxing? Let's do it. Because there's a lot of women out there that love boxers and love their money. I know a lot of women personally that love my friend Floyd Mayweather Jr. When you're a billionaire, uh, the women tend to increase a little bit by the thousands. Great to see him yesterday. Great to see the champ in the office We'll get into that right away. Uh, moving into boxing, as you guys know, Cinco de Mayo is always somehow a gigantic month for boxing. Yep. If you remember last year, what was it, Fondo? We had the big Mayweather fight last year, and of course we got, you know, the Derby going. It's last year big, we had the Kentucky weekend. Derby, Cinco de Mayo at the same time, Floyd Mayweather Floyd fighting, fighting. Uh, motocross, and two big like Elton John concerts in the same fucking night. You show me another city and state where that can happen. Nothing, nowhere. It was you could see Madonna, yeah. Elton John, a country fucking group, and then go see the <laughs> Cinco de Mayo get drunk as hell and catch a fight Saturday night. Getting bigger and better. Ladies and gentlemen, in Las Vegas, this is one of the most uh, exciting weekends people have been waiting for because it's action-packed. As you know, uh, Canelo, uh, Alvarez Canelo is about to fight Amir Khan on Saturday night. And like I said, it's going to be a great fight. It's like a five to one favorite. Uh, Alvarez like is 550 right yeah. now. Khan is plus 350. Uh, Canelo has literally been getting hammered with questions all week long regarding Triple G. Yeah. Now, when you're trying to fight one fighter, you got to put your focus on this guy. Sure. So I completely understand what Canelo's doing. Sure. And once again, Canelo, learn English. And you will make so much more money, you have no fucking idea. You're the new day La Jolla. You're a bad motherfucker, but when people ask you questions, they're tired of hearing, que uh, uh, hello, no comprende, talk to my friend. You have to learn English, and you will make an extra hundred million fucking dollars. Remember I told you that. You can run this game if you listen to Steve Stevens. That's real. Yeah. Now, he's getting hammered about Triple G, but when what they're asking him is about him fighting Triple G next, which no opponent can ever look forward. Right. If I'm a boxer like Floyd, I'm never looking on to my opponent. So I completely, media, leave him the fuck alone about Triple G. Let him get through Khan first. Khan right. is a bad motherfucker. Do I think Canelo will get the job done? Yes. Is it worth the fucking 600 delay? No. No, he's not money made at all. And to give you a little bit of hint, they're hammering with questions about him fighting Triple G. Alvarez thinks Triple G doesn't deserve a shot at fighting him yet. Well, guess what, Canelo? You didn't deserve the millions of fucking dollars Floyd Mayweather gave you when we came and fought your ass either. But we gave it to you because you were the only thing out there. And guess what? Fighting Floyd Mayweather Jr. and taking that one loss made you a better fighter. 
and it's the reason why you're running this game today. So watch your fucking mouth. If Floyd didn't give you the opportunity, you wouldn't be as good as you are right now beating all these other people's asses. So stop being a pussy after you win this fight, if you win, Go fight fucking Triple G because, yeah, he does deserve a payday, and it's your job to fight the best, plain and fucking simple. That's what I'd like to say about that. Now, who did you say was in the office yesterday? Floyd Mayweather right here in the office. Well, you've seen the brand new S600 out there, uh, you know, comes into the office. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you once. Uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr. is a very good friend of mine. When I told you that he wasn't fighting no more, I told you he wasn't fighting no more. When I look him in the eye and he says he's done, he says he's done. Well, a little advice that you guys can look out for right now is I hung out with my boy all day yesterday, and he gave me a look, Fondo. He gave me that look. Because I'd be like, Floyd, six months ago, what's up, man? You getting ready to get back in the gym? He gave me that look, motherfucker, I'm done. When he arches his eyebrow and talks to you like this, when I tell you I'm done, that's his train of thought. Yeah. So I see him yesterday. I said, Floyd, I'm seeing some construction being done over here at the gym. Uh, there's new gold floors getting put in. They're painting the building. Uh, there was a 1,000 pounds of rose petals delivered. Huh. Are you getting ready to step foot back in this motherfucker or what's going on? Yeah. A lot of buzz about it. I mean, all Listen, over the Fondo, he didn't tell me no. He didn't raise his eyebrow. He looked at me and gave me that look like I've seen before. So, ladies and gentlemen, look out for Floyd uh, coming to get a quick $100 million uh, payday. Uh, There's a couple different people uh, who I think and know he's going to fight. It's not my business to spit that out there right now because TMT is my family, and I'm not here to exploit the champ with uh, Aaron shit that uh, I don't know nothing about. But here's what I can tell you people. He trademarked the number 50. He trademarked... uh, the number, the TMT number 50. He trademarked 50 Floyd Mayweather. So you tell me what he's doing with that, Fondo. Oh, boy. Bigger and bigger. Everything just gets bigger and bigger with Floyd. Well, and, and, and we all, let's face it, a part of all of us well, really wants him to come back. Motherfucking birds of a flock flock together. Why do you think me and, me, me and big pretty boy, a.k.a. the billion-dollar boy, are such good friends? Two guys from the like I said, we're from the streets. Boy. Guys that are dedicated with hard work and dedication, willing to dedicate their life to providing a service, whether it's the best athlete in the world or the best sports consultant. We're willing to die for our craft, and that's the only reason why I've always loved them. And shout out to Floyd. I know no one ever gives you credit for donating millions of dollars to charity and everything that I know you do as a good guy and a great human being, and people always ask me all the time, is he a great guy? Absolutely. What do you think about him? I think he's a great uh, Please. You know, he's like part of family when he comes in here. When well, he comes well, in here, he's not, so- you know, he's not... Right. Floyd the celebrity. He's, he, he's our friend. Yeah, but exactly. my point is, is he's so big that even when we're talking about this mega fight yeah, this Saturday, yeah, yeah. his name still overpowers him. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boxing is a dying breed right now. This fight right here is big for fucking boxing. That would be- People are tr- tired of hearing uh, McGregor uh, losing or knocking someone out in the first five rounds. They're tired of all the fake drama that UFC has created uh, with the he's not on the card, he's on the card. And I'm telling you right now, UFC keeps acting like WWE, that's going to go down the drain as well. So boxing still has real fighters that are dedicated. You have to go up the ranks. You have to do what it takes, and you have to be a true champion. But don't get me wrong, those UFC fighters are true champions as well. I just don't like the gossip that's been going on in UFC. That's all I'm saying. I'm a big fan of it. When you have to make soap opera to sell tickets and shit, that's when go find some other fighters or do something crazy besides that because people seen right through it. 
Anyway, that's all I wanted to say about boxing. Let's move on to NBA, which we've been kicking ass and taking names. If I'm not mistaken, Nick Fonderelli, a record was broke last night in Cleveland. Well, you know, only uh, we were on the over. Of course, you know, everybody knows that playing with us. But 18 three-pointers, that was in the first half. They set a record 25 three-pointers. And let's just set that back a little bit. 18 three-pointers in the first half. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I had $88,000 on the game, uh, and I got, I mean, like, just to show, like, you know, and I don't do this for nobody and shit like that, but, like, because we don't post tickets anymore, you know, but I got $50,000 in winning tickets just oh, from, that, was a big day for from the game season, yesterday. I, I know, but um, I bet $88,000 on the game as well, but, uh, uh, you know, my eyes are bad. 4000 uh, you know, I got runners after bet at several different casinos just to get 20 grand off. You know, Cantor 86 me from their casinos, but yet my runners still get my games off and still change the line. Another $2,500 over. Another over ticket from last night, 4500 It only went over by 40 plus. 40. Hold on. Another ticket last night, 8700 over. Another ticket last night, 4000 over. So just like 20000 that was in my pocket. I actually forgot about that. But for those that are vintage followers of the Steve Stevens podcast, you guys know I don't – oh, sorry, the other one I forgot about, 6000 I don't post tickets anymore uh, for personal reasons, for IRS reasons, for reasons that have none of nobody's fucking business. Just understand that I make millions of fucking dollars betting sports. I have touted billions of dollars since I've been in the industry, and nobody wins more than I do Period. So, you know, as much as I'd love to post, I had 88000 I mean, on that the, game. The guy could go Let buy a car this afternoon with the tickets in his pocket. Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I bet more than these guys make all year. But the, the whole point of what I, was, what I was saying about the tickets is, you know, I would love to post every day and do stuff like that, but I can't. I was just trying to tell you that we had the over, and I was telling you a story, and it took me into that. The story I was trying to tell you is when they had the fucking 18 record first half, yeah. We were only at 110. I know. So I'm thinking to myself, dude, if they slow down with this fucking lead, you know me. I mean, I'm, I'm always optimistic, but I'm reverse psychology. Hey, I'm yeah. always telling myself it's going down, it's going down to pump myself up to win. You know of me. Of course. I'm a fucking sicko. Of course. Okay, when I bet $100,000 on the regular, I'm a sicko. Like I said, there's only certain people in this world, and Floyd Mayweather's one of them, that can go have a $200,000 ticket in his pocket Go to the game, sit front row while Beyonce stares at you. Yeah. Shout out to fucking Money May. <laughs> then better. you got Steve Stevens, who has $100,000, tears up the casino, and uh, stresses out and takes 10 shots of fucking Jack and Jameson to pull in his games. Like I said, man, it's uh, live fast and die young, but with the type of money we have and the revolutionary uh, products they have, it's uh, live fast and live long and stay strong. How's that sound? My point was, is I didn't know if they'd get it. Sure enough, they kept up the fucking tone. Well, I mean, they, they ended up setting an NBA record, 25 threes total, 75 points in that game from three-pointers alone. Nick Fondarelli, what do you think? Phenomenal. Phenomenal effort all the way around. Like I said, uh, a 40-plus point winner, I, I think, at halftime. You pretty much, even though you were a little nervous, as you mentioned, they could have slowed that game down, and, and, and the way they were clipping threes, you were never going to miss that. Oklahoma City... On the other hand, they're tied with the Spurs. Absolutely. Oklahoma City, uh, you know, they tied up the Spurs one-to-one. -one. Yeah. Well, that's because, uh, you know, Durant Westbrook started playing as a little bit of a team and had a little bit of energy with them. Well, it's also because 
that we had them to win outright on the fucking money line? Yeah, I know. That was nice. Yeah. Everybody got that game. A lot of our guys. Guys, 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 guys. Anybody can give you a, a team to win, but when somebody gives you Oklahoma City Thunder money line when they're playing San Antonio at home, do me a favor, guys in my industry that follow me, don't act like you had that play, dude. And don't act like you touted hundreds of thousands of dollars on it because you don't even have any clients, <laughs> well, let alone millions of dollars. You know, we had a couple of clients comment about the, I think there were, what, five missed calls in that game at the, at the very end of yeah, that Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to the referees in, in the NBA. You guys are fucking terrible. You guys are fucking terrible. I mean, are you guys smoking fucking joints like this before you guys get out there on the court or what? I mean, five missed calls. That's Not, almost hold on, impossible. But I do want to shout-out hasn't even been close as horrific as the NFL and college football last year. NFL, by far, had the worst officiating I've ever seen in my fucking life. And if they don't fix it, it's going to be hell to pay. I promise you that. every year. They're slowing the game down and doing a worse job. Shout out to the NBA commissioner who's completely okay with gambling being legal across the United States of America. Shout out to the commissioner in the NFL for saying gambling needs to be legalized. Shout out to all the owners of the teams that's saying sports betting needs to be legalized across the world. It's the only reason why I do this podcast is to help support the legalization of sports betting. Because I got plenty of money. Of course, I like to entertain my guys. And I support all of our followers that have been following me since Money Talks. And uh, like I said, if you like where we've gone, you're going to love where we're going. Talk to me a little bit about NBA a little bit more. What did you like in that Oak City game, Fondo? Well, number one, I like the way they came out after. I mean, they got their asses whipped in game one. Can they win game two? Well, can they win? They won game two. Can they win game three? I mean, can they win two games in a row? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I I don't think (laughs) so. Can I tell you some real shit? And I hate to say it, but, uh, and it has to be some inner circle with NBA. I truly feel game two and three are fixed for TV for NBA every fucking time. Guys, I'm a major sports better, but I very rare bet game two or three in a matchup. Just like Michael Jordan in the last series. You know what, Mike? We're going to give you two games at home to yeah. let you get the job done yeah. and make your money. And then the real teams have to play. Yeah. And as you see, they get blown the fuck out. Yeah. I truly believe game two or three is for money. Guys, put your comments in. Do you agree with me? Don't you think that game two and three in these series are strictly for NBA to make money and TV time only? Yes or no? Put your comments in. I'd like to know. Kind of tough to argue with when they miss five calls. That's all I'm saying. It's tough to argue with a guy that's been doing this for 25 years who has the most connections and well-respected multi-fucking billionaire in the fucking business. Those are the guys that I deal with. Now I have a question for you, Steve Stevens. If Curry's healthy, if Stephon Oh, Curry's we're moving healthy. on to Golden State, Ponderella. Well, I mean, I mean, hey, what, what? hey, Nick, forget oh, about it. Hey, wait. what do you do, hey. Stephon? Do you, if you're Kerr, Steve Kerr, I mean, you got the, obviously they have the series in hand. I don't think anybody expects Portland to come back and, and win this series. So do you, if he's healthy, and they say he might be healthy, do you bring him back in game three or do you just sit him and... Well, here's the bottom line. Absolutely fucking not. The way they've been playing, they've been playing stellar defense. They've been playing offense. The way Klay Thompson's been performing, the way this team is going off, they don't need Curry right now. It's actually scary because I think they can win the championship without Curry. I do too. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking nothing. That is the most sharpest shooting, badass, young entrepreneur, baddest motherfucking NBA player in the game right now besides LeBron James. But sharpshooter, yeah, no, LeBron, you ain't sharpshooting like Curry. Sorry. He's the baddest motherfucker in the business. He's the new Larry Bird. He's the newest sharpest shooter in the motherfucking business. And I love him. However, however, he has to have a little bit of butterflies in his stomach knowing that 
they could easily win the championship without, without him. him. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy if yeah. he broke his ankle, they won without him? Yeah. What do you do then? Yeah. But let me just, that's a whole nother story. The question is, do you play him? Absolutely not. You run that team and let them play like they've been playing until they lost a the game. Yeah. And even if they lost a the game, that's fine. You put Curry back in and everything's fine. You let that guy heal up 110% because even if you give up a game, that guy comes in and comes through in the clutch. You go all the way. I'd rather have 100% healed uh, Curry than a little bit of a sprained yeah, ankle you, Curry and, any and, day of the week. And, and you bring out a good point. You better be 100% healthy when you take on the Spurs. I know you said that you know they could probably win it without him. Believe me, they. Really oh, but when you play the Spurs, him. you're going to need you're it for sure. Him, San for Antonio sure. Spurs are dead serious about getting the job done. It's the only team they got to worry about. Uh, period. Yeah. But like I said, guys. That I've dedicated my life to this, Fondo. I actually am not a guy that sits in my underwear on a computer and picks stats or one of these fucking this D'Angelo guy you see on scores and odds uh, in front of a computer screen telling you, bet this side, then 10 minutes later, bet the other side. The fuck? These guys give the industry a bad fucking name. I don't sit in my underwear and pick games. I don't fucking deal with stats. I don't deal with computerized generated. I don't have algorithms. They could take those atherisms and computerized-generated plays and shove them right up their fucking ass. Uh, these guys on ESPN have a degree in sports. They're statisticians. Uh, ESPN, listen, I don't have a degree in sports. I can't tell you who played in 1987 and, frankly, don't give a fuck. Has nothing to do with winning games against the spread today. you got ESPN, Fox Sports shows. They have all these shows on there that have ex-owners, ex-head coaches, uh, analysts, Players, guys that have uh, statisticians, guys that have a degree in sports, MIT these grand. motherfuckers can't hit 40% against the spread. Guys, if it was that easy, everybody could do it. If it was that easy, everybody could do it. You guys want to deal with a guy that actually can show you better than he can tell you, a guy that hits 70 plus percent. I, I'm hitting 74% right now uh, overall in hockey, NBA, and of course, baseball. I'm hitting 79% in baseball for the entire year. I've won nine personal plays in a row. Now, listen to what I say, guys. Personal plays. There's four different levels of service. Action plays, VIP, owner selection, and my personal plays. For those that pay for my personal plays, you guys have seen them. We've been doing phenomenal. It's absolutely fucking crazy. People are... You want real results, you want a second income, go to VIPSportsLasVegas.com. You deserve to make a second income. It's a billion-dollar industry. You deserve your fair share. I'm going to make sure that you get it. Not some fucking guy picking games on his underwear and a computer. You could do that yourself. You don't need to pay nobody to do that. You could get on the fucking ScoresAndOdds.com. They'll do your computerized-generated selections for you. Free. Easy. <laughs> Guys, if all you're looking for is the, somebody's record, who won last night, and who has the power edge... Go to the fucking computer. You don't need me for shit. If you want a guy that actually deals with players, deals with coaches, a guy that deals with the fucking regulators of making the line in Las Vegas, a guy that deals with the people that make the fucking line, and a guy that bets millions of dollars, give me a call. Like I said, the proof's in the pudding. Let's move on to a little football, Fondo. Okay. Talk to me a little bit about... Uh, a couple different things. Big news in the, you know, local news. We're getting big out here in Vegas now in the sports community. You're goddamn right. The Oakland Raiders, I mean, very much to the delight of our own Dave Stewart here on staff, one of our one of our best guys on the staff. Oh, he's he, he's uh, black and gray till he, he dies. He born and raised in Oakland, big Raiders fan. But, Silver you know, and the, black. The big news, really. The Raiders offered $500 million towards a new stadium out here in Las Vegas. 
Uh, Steve, you know, uh, this is your town. Uh, you know all these attorneys, all these big wigs involved, big wigs involved in this kind of a thing. You know, I hear. What are you asking dollars. me? Are you asking me if this is possible? What are you asking? Me? I'm telling you, in my, it's got to cost a hell of a lot more than five hundred million dollars for a stadium like this. I forget what I read. They projected. I'm going to put in. Well, from? I am connected with all the politicians. Uh, all the top attorneys are my people. But I'm going to tell you the only way we're going to be able to make this work, and we can easily make it work out here in Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, first of all, the Davis family uh, is willing to put up five hundred million. They weren't willing to do that anywhere else, okay? So to you people that think that this is not going to happen, there is like a 78% chance of this happening for real. No bullshit. Um, they're willing to put up $500 million. Um, can we build a stadium for $500 million? No. Um, what's happening is, is the Davis family uh, and the LA Raiders are putting it on our shoulders and the taxpayers to come up with the other billion dollars to build a stadium. And can we make this happen? Absolutely, we can, Fondo. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna take, it's gonna fall. We have politicians, the owner of the casinos, the boosters. We have so many high-level people that have put in money to this. But let me tell you how it's gonna work. In order to build a stadium, you have to get all the high-end people with money, which are the casino owners, the boosters, everybody. What we're gonna do is we're gonna build a brand new stadium, and not only is it gonna be the LA, uh, now it's gonna move to the Las Vegas Raiders, but it's also gonna be the home field for the UNLV running rebels. See, this is how we're gonna raise the money. You get with all the governors, you get with all the mayors, you get UNLV and all the boosters that UNLV has behind them, all the millions and millions of dollars. Then you take a whole nother section, which is the gaming community, the local business owners, the politicians and executives, and I'll look you guys right in the face. You're goddamn right we can raise that billion dollars. You're goddamn right there's a great chance that the Las Vegas Raiders are going to be here. And how it's going to work is by getting the UNLV running Rebels. Because if you know anything about the UNLV running Rebels, as you know, Coach Sanchez is my friend. Yeah. Um, I knew him job. before uh, my kid played on his baseball team. Shout out to Sean Tuttle out there kicking ass in baseball. Uh, Want to give a shout out to pay tuts out there at West Tech. You better keep your grades up out there instead of worried about watching my podcast. <laughs> this is some R-rated shit, but you're a great kid. I love you to death. Shout out to all my family out there. If you ain't got family, you ain't got shit. That's for sure. Uh, got a beautiful 14-year-old daughter, 12-year-old kid, smart as fuck, all-star, all-star player. Little D at home that just is insane, bouncing off the walls. Beautiful Aubrielle Lynn Notero. Uh, shout out to Kelly, like I said, who's getting her second tit job out there, making her life bigger. Bigger tits, bigger life, bigger bankroll, bigger attitude. Living Steve larger. Stevens, baby. Huh. Come live with a guy that bets big and lives larger, Living ladies larger. and gentlemen. But back to sum it up on a real note. Las Vegas has a great chance of getting the Raiders, but I was talking about Sanchez. UNLV's program is going to be a top 10 program within five years. You can write that down and circle it. Yeah, I said it. UNLV football is on track. We got the Fertitas behind them. Fertitas are the ones that made Gorman the number one team in America, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know. They own all the station casinos. Shout out to Lorenzo Fertitta, Frank Fertitta, and all the Fertitta family. Um, they're the ones that blew up Gorman as the number one high school. Uh, guess what they're focusing on blowing up now, guys? UNLV football. Because UNLV basketball as we know it is dead, and I'll get to that in a minute as well. But um, with the Fertitas and the casino owners behind us and mixing UNLV with the L.A. Raiders, we're going to put something together out here in Las Vegas that's going to blow everybody's mind and pretty much make us one of the biggest sports mecca 
cities oh, in the fucking world. I think you're Fuck right. New York. Fuck L.A. It's Las Vegas till we die. Shout out to all my born and raised people out there in Las Vegas, the true Las Vegans out there keeping it 100. Uh, like I said, it could definitely happen. I'm excited about it. Uh, the taxpayers here in Las Vegas could easily get it together. Oscar Goodman, everybody involved, go get it the fuck done. We've been waiting for this forever, and I know you guys can do it. I like their chances. Moving on. Let's get into the NHL playoffs and hockey. Uh, I know you were telling me before we went on air, how fucking shitty have the Capitals turned out to be? All year long. It's another one of those scenarios, Steve, where you have a team dominate. They they were a dominant team all season long. In the last 10 games, they've lost five games plus two or three dollars outright lose. Comes time when it really counts, when it really matters for some franchises. They're one of them this year. They just don't show up. No. Uh, they just did not show up. I know the Pittsburgh... Well, they're plus a dollar fifteen, so yeah. they're not that big of a fucking dog, but plus a dollar fifteen, they win 3-2. Yeah. I'll take a dog all day fucking long over a favorite. Yeah. Uh, they went 3-2 in overtime and take a commanding 3-1 leads over Washington. Shout out to uh, the grinder out there in Baltimore. Shout out Baltimore. to everybody out there in Washington. By the way, uh, grinder, I wanted to call you. Uh, um, Veronica, could you bring my cell phone in here real quick, please? I got to make a phone call. Uh, Did you know that to watch a Washington game, it's actually closer for the people that live in Baltimore than people actually live in Washington? Yeah, I I, I remember hearing about that someplace. But he said it's a a true stand, though. They're not friends. It's one or the fucking other. You're either a Redskins fan or Baltimore. There's no both. And they're both diehards, both directions. And, and, you know, hey, listen, it might not be too long. We just got through talking about the... uh, the Raiders coming here. It won't be too long. They're still talking about NHL right here in Las well, Vegas. Well, we built we built the fucking uh, T-Mobile arena for a reason, yeah. Fondo. Yeah, yeah, we are going to have NHL yeah. hockey here. So we've already locked that in. All we got to do is lock up. Uh, any other big NHL matchups that you've liked? Because I tell you what, hockey playoffs have been more exciting lately than I've ever seen in my fucking life. These are the toughest, most scrappiest athletes in the world. You should know that considering you're an ex Professional highlight player, Fondo. Yeah, well, hockey, yeah hockey, he was. Look it up. Yeah. Nick World Fondo. World Who'd you play for? Orlando Highlight, 88 to You think 91. I'm fucking playing? Look it up. Uh, Go ahead, sure, Fondo. What sure. about NHL? NHL is a one sport way tougher than highlight. I can tell you that. Well, it's a t- I've already said it. They have the toughest athletes in they the world playing are, hockey. Th- these guys are amazing. They're definitely the toughest players in the league. And by the way, you know, when it comes down you know, to playoff time this time of year, particularly tough sport. And that's why we're glad we have the baseball diamond that has been unbelievable for us. I mean... Well, we're going to get into that. You know, everybody's usually excited about the big skipper uh, as baseball because he goes over everything. He lives and dies it. But uh, like I said, you follow baseball very, very well. And uh, you've been to a lot of those games with the big skipper's family, haven't you? I sure have. I sure have. I've seen some pictures. What's noteworthy in Major League Baseball right now? Well, you know... Now, listen, I, I need my medication. Is it okay with you if I yeah, oh, yeah. fire up my medication while Feel we talk? free. I mean anything for a medical cause. Why don't you talk a little bit about baseball and what's going on, it, it, what you like, what you don't like? I, you know, I want to address... Skip- Being from Florida, uh, you know... Skipper had left a, a, a note on baseball. I'm going to graze hey, right past while it. we're talking about Skipper, shout out to Big Skipper out there for forgetting that Cinco de Mayo was today yeah. and not yesterday. Good job, Skip. You know... I- Really, I, I have to tell you. I want to give a shout out to Skip for making forty-five thousand dollars in three days in three out of days. Kenny's book, yep. and then not showing up for all the upgrades here at the office. <laughs> but to his him. defense, gotta love him. I love him to death. To his defense, even though he's fucked up, didn't make the podcast. He's made seventy-four of them. Yeah, he deserves a pass. Uh, we'll give him. A he's pass my superstar. But yeah. one thing about him, 
whether he parties or does what he does, what's one thing that'll happen for sure? Oh, he'll come he will come here. take care of his motherfucking clients because he's dedicated to his job. Oh, yeah. He just don't give a fuck about Steve. Steve. Oh, he just can't stop drinking. He makes his money. He cares about his money. He plays Keno. And uh, that is truly a guy that's making, you know, right at seven figures a year. Ladies and gentlemen, this is no bullshit. This is one of my salesmen. And Fondo, you know, you don't care if I put you on blast, no, do you? No, I mean, so Fondo runs my room. What'd you make last year? 340? Yeah. I don't just tell you every guy I have is a millionaire, guys, <laughs> or makes millions of dollars. Skip makes between seven hundred and a million dollars a year. How many hours of work do you think this guy works? Oh gosh, <laughs> Skip. You know he usually rolls in. I would say how many hours a week? You're over there stuttering because say, he's your best friend. Know, well, I'll answer your fucking question. Twenty hours. 20 guy hours? works five out. He shows up from twelve to five. He probably puts in a good four hours. I will say this for him though, and you can say this. Skipper, when he does get in, he doesn't work the amount of hours. Sort of like Cruz. Cruz works a few less hours, but the son of a... I mean, he... He's an all-star. Like like so what you're saying is uh, nobody can fuck with him. He's nobody, the best in the nobody, business. At, at the end of the Besides day, nobody myself. outworks him. You know, except for Steve Stevens. No, no, no well, well, I'm, you, I'm a hard worker. We're, we're talking about sales. Yeah. Besides myself, Skipper is the baddest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. And I want to give a shout-out to you, Skipper. I love you to death, brother. Uh, you know, you can miss podcasts. Uh, you can party. You deserve it. You know what I mean? You've been working your ass off. I know you'll come in here and take care of business, and that's pretty much what it's all about. Major League Baseball. I got some stuff that's on my mind that blows my mind. I'm sorry, Mark D. So Sorry, Joey D. Sorry to the D. Gregorio family. Yankees with a fucking disgusting 8-16 and 16 record. In the American League East. Last place in the American... Who would ever think Yankees last place this early in the season, but they're in a tough division. They're in a very, very tough division, tough division. but you're talking about the New York Yankees. Yeah. Guys, you got to go out there and beg, borrow, and steal to put a team together. You have some of the most loyal fans over there in the Bronx. Get your shit together. Get some pitching. Get your shit together, because if CC Sabathia is your superstar, you're fucked. Excuse my language. You're fucked. I hate to say it, but they almost seem, you know, the Lakers were so great for so long and they suck so bad now. I've said this over and over and over. Yeah. Our generation of Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers, New York Yankees, all these like top teams that were top forever that everybody thought were tops, yeah. they're done. Yeah. You guys get better go find those real teams out there that are getting the job done. You better start talking about Chicago Cubs. You better start talking about some fucking Washington. Another marquee matchup uh, today and this week that's blowing my fucking mind. Skip always talks about how Washington's the best in the business. I talk about how the Cubs are on fire. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you want a game to watch, you got the Washington Nationals taking on the Chicago Cubs tonight. And do me a favor, don't talk much about that game because it's a game that I'm selling today, and it's a game that is definitely going to get the money. On a 1 to 10, it's an 11, ladies and gentlemen. Go to VIP Sports Las Vegas. Call 877-220-6540. You can't get what you don't ask for. You got to call me up. Uh, Mariners. What Mariners are on top of the AL West. Did you think that would happen? No way. No, I mean, Mariners have been a weak link now, what, four years in a row, three, four years in what a row? What about Kershaw and the Dodgers falling a fucking part a little bit lately, huh? Yeah. Did you expect Dodgers. Kershaw to go down like that, minus $3, and then mm -hmm. lose the next day as well? A lot, of, a lot of crazy things happening right now with some of these more cheap pitchers. Yeah. But I, can, huh? All right. but I can tell you, the Cubbies are for real. I mean, they got that. And now, I mean, the Cubbies are for real. And not because I'm uh, any fan of baseball. 
has got to be so thrilled to see. If you love baseball, listen, if you love uh, America, what is it, uh, baseball, Chevrolet, uh, baseball, apple pie, and Chevrolet? Hot dogs, Chevrolet, yeah. Yeah, now it's, now it's baseball, fucking uh, Ferrari, yeah. and hose and clothes. Everything's good. <laughs> you got that right. You got that right. Baseball, hose, clothes, and big money. If you guys like baseball the way that I do, if you're not watching the Washington and Cubs game today, something's fucking wrong with you. Those are two teams that are going to be digging it out to get the fucking money. Uh, Nats are up one and a half games on the Mets in uh, their division. Uh, even though they had a couple bad games, they're coming back strong. Bryce Harper, shout out to you. You are an absolute superstar, and uh, that's really all I can say You're about it. You're getting that. paid like one now pretty well, huh? Yeah. And Cubbies, by far, have the best record in baseball. I've been saying it since the beginning of the season. I'll say it to the end. These guys have a fucking stud matchup lineup. They're, they're strong in every position. They almost have an all-star team, Fondo. They really do. This is a team that's going to be strong uh, in the future when you have for a long, long time. When you have the bats they have and when you have the pitching they have and, not, you know, defensively, they're, they're, it's really, really, really going to be fun to watch. It is. Play. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, you're looking for information on baseball, give us a call. As you know, the Kentucky Derby is also in oh, town this weekend. Yeah. Now, I'm doing a full segment on YouTube, just like our podcast, on the Kentucky Derby. Oh, Jack the Track? Jack the Track. All of my fucking guys are in town. I've pulled out every, every source that I have to make people a lot of money. Hey, this was a big deal. We hit it last year. Fondo, we're blocking off the parking lot and having a parking lot party. This is a... So, ladies and gentlemen, I'll just go ahead and say it. If you're in Las Vegas and you want to party and you want to have fun and you want to see a block party like you've never seen before and mingle with... Uh, athletes and pro stars and boxers and millionaires. Uh, you might want to come down to VIP Sports. I'll buy you beer. Beer's free. Uh, we're having, but I don't want to get too much into it. Yeah. But I do want to let people know this is the 142nd Run for the Roses at Churchill Downs. We got marquee matchups. We got horses. We got horse cock for your bookie's mouth. And we got horse shit for everybody out there that don't think we do. <laughs> hey, we have there is a There's nothing more exciting when you got three. a fucking mega fight. You have the NBA playoffs. You have the Kentucky Derby. I mean, what else could you ask and for? And everything else in between. This is the best time. If you're in Las Vegas this weekend, you are in the right place. Tell these people a little bit about the Derby. Well, you know, this is a you know, this is every year a jam field, 20 entrants. There'll be 20 people, 20 horses, people. Be 20 horses in the field. They drew for post positions yesterday. Now, talk a little loud and clear with these guys because they don't really understand it. What is it? It's How many horses are in the race, Fondo? A 20-horse field. Okay. And for those of you that don't know a lot about horse racing, that's about eight horses more than usually run in any race. So it's a big field, always a wide-open race, completely wide open. There's a favorite in the race this year by the name of Nyquist. Uh, morning line is 3-1. to one. He drew the lucky number 13 post deal. I, I, I know we 13. did. So, but it's always a wide open race. It's the most exciting. It's always been known as what the most exciting two minutes in all, all of sports, and that's because it really is. It's just. Uh, well, I'd, I'd have to say my sex life is the most exciting two minutes I've ever had at the house. But uh, besides me getting a two minute nut off, yes, yeah. I'd have to say the Kentucky Derby yeah. is pretty fucking exciting. It, it is. I mean, there's parties all over town. Uh, I don't know which ones we're going to be at, uh, but it, it's a big, big time here in Vegas and. You know, stay in, uh, stay in tune with us on the podcast. 
with Jack the Track because that's a big, big event this weekend. Well, that is a absolute fact. I got to do a little entertainment, man. Yeah. A lot has happened. I mean, we've went over, guys, we just went over football for you. We just give you everything you need to know in NBA. We've given you all the baseball tips. We told you about football and what's happening with the Las Vegas Raiders, hopefully. We got to give them entertainment. This is my era. I don't care if you guys out there like it or not. I want to give a shout out to Afini Shakur. Tupac's mom died. Uh, from a possible heart attack. Uh, the Marin County Sheriff's Department said it responded to Afini's uh, home Monday around 9.43 p.m. for a report of a cardiac arrest. want to say RIP to Tupac's mom, um, but just like my dad, you know, when you smoke rocks for 30 years straight, and you do cocaine and you party, uh, when you get around 65 to 70, heart gives out and you fucking die. Bottom fucking line. And, you know, I, I told people on the show Money Talks that I was going to take a page out of my dad's book now that I got kids and treat myself a little bit better. And Skip said that we were going to do that. And, you know, I'm actually sorry that I haven't done that. You know, I keep, I still go out a little bit. I sometimes, you know, run with the devil a little bit. And that's a wake-up call for me too, you know. Sure. 41 years old, I, Steve Stevens needs to get a little bit more focused too. It's, it's, it's what you do to your body now that you have to pay for later. Wouldn't you agree, Fondo? Oh, no, 100%. I mean, what you did as your kids, the reason why you could barely walk with your knees, right? No shit. But uh, Afini did a lot of things for Tupac before he died. I mean, he had, she had the uh, Tupac uh, Shakur Foundation for her son's death. They got college classes after Tupac. Um, they opened up a poetry class uh, about him. Uh, she greenlit she green the uh, biopic All Eyes on Me, which just re recently wrapped up filming. Uh, you know, I love Tupac. Um, He's my Elvis. Who was your guy? Elvis, was Elvis your people or uh, no? Elvis was your moms, my, right? Yeah, the Elvis was way before me. Are you, my, well, mine was more like Beatles and... Uh, Beatles? And, so and John like, Lennon John Lennon died was like your big thing, oh, right? that was a big, big thing. So Tupac is my John Lennon, sure, Fondo, sure. Bottom, pretty much. Sure. And like I said, people were disgusted when he died. Uh, he did my thing. And uh, I know, and you can be honest, rap's not your thing, but you know Tupac was a very influential guy. He was a movie guy. I mean, if he was still around, the guy would be worth hundreds of millions of dollars and be a great fucking actor. 26 he was. 20, right. He was yeah. 26. Talking, yeah. you, know, so, you know, talking about heart failure and blowing out your heart and drugs, moving on to Prince. Yeah. Uh, lots of information has came through about uh, the symbol. You know, I want to give a shout out to Prince. You know, because of him, I changed my name to a symbol. You know, I changed my name to the dollar sign. You can call me Darren Otero, Steve Stevens, or just flat out put the dollar sign. Yeah. <laughs> A lot has came through about the late singer. Yeah. There's been multiple reports saying that Prince had a major cocaine habit. Well, I'm from the streets, Fondo. When you know that you have HIV uh, and you get sick and you're constantly snorting cocaine, oh, that may cause pneumonia. Yeah. And when you have pneumonia and you still snort cocaine, oh, you're going to die. And I heard Percocet, too, which is sad news, too. Prince also had a, a life-threatening Percocet addiction. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've taken lower tabs and Percocets. I've never been a pill popper. But these new kids' generation, the Xanax, the lower tabs, the Percocets, the Molly, they're just fucking ODing on them left yeah. and right. This, oh, God. Yeah. Soma's the worst one out of Killing all of people them. when they mix that. I, 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 I'm, I'm not on Soma's. Yeah. My fucking worker comes in talking about he ain't on Soma's. Those of you that are on Xanax and Somas that think you're talking, you need to record yourself and watch it. It's actually pretty fucking embarrassing. And you high school kids out there that are taking pills, go back to marijuana, pussy, and having sex and fucking drinking. Go back to that only. Get off the fucking drugs because your future is everything. And the kids, you're, you are our future. So it's pretty much what it is. Well but uh, yeah. yeah, it is. 
But yeah, he loved pills. He loved cocaine. And uh, it's definitely a significant factor uh, in his life. I mean, common sense and logic. I'm surprised Charlie Sheen didn't die. See, I completely understand with finding out you have HIV. Like, if I've done drugs before, if I do drugs, Fondo, yeah. and I found out I had HIV, and that's why I'm married and I'm not in the streets no more just for that particular reason. Um, and I found out I had HIV, just like Charlie and Prince, I'd probably go on a fucking 90-day cocaine run. I'd probably do drugs I'd, because it's a lot to take in when you first find out, dude, obviously. What? Yeah. And then, you know, you want to do drugs, but then you go, you, you, you have mind tricks whether you want to live or whether you want to die. Obviously, everybody should seek help right away to be positive and, and look for help. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, for years, uh, Prince had a bad hip and refused surgery because he was against, it was against his religion to have surgery and go out. Correct, yeah. uh, and he was a Jehovah Witness. Last time I checked, it's a little ironic. I don't think cocaine and Percocet are part of the Jehovah Witness fucking deal, is it? No, I know. They, <laughs> they won't go see a doctor, but they'll do... Uh, you, you won't know. go to a doctor because your religion, but you're snorting, snorting cocaine, smoking, and taking Percocets on an everyday basis. But one thing's for sure, for absolute certain, he died way too young. He died way he did. before... And the, the bottom line, and to finish up my story is... Um, I'm surprised Charlie Sheen didn't die because he went on his run and now he's all about everyone knows, get healthy, eat your medication, and go fucking call Magic Johnson and ask him who the fuck has the cure because he definitely knows. Yeah. And that's the bottom line. There's people out there that have that cure and it's such a bad disease that the government has controlled because we completely have a cure and we completely have medication for it, but of course the government's gonna let certain people die off because AIDS is only in certain communities. They want to let certain people die off, which is wrong, and they want to control it, and then they want to charge millions and millions of dollars for the AZT and the medication of the people that do have it that want to live their whole life. Either Obama, did you ever think about making insurance when you did your little Obamacare? Did you ever think about allowing people to get their AZT medication taken care of too, you dumb fuck? This guy fucking, I don't know, that's a whole other story. Like I said, the insurance stuff is absolutely fucked. But, um... Prince was actually going to that stage to, to finish out my story. See, Charlie went through the partying. You've seen his videos, coked out, smoking cigarettes. He knew he had HIV. Doesn't it all make sense now? Sure. He had a death wish, and I'd be the same way. I got a game for you today, guys. I don't, I'd be the same way. Sure. So you go through the depression, realize you want to live. You want to get healthy, and you realize you can live because you really can. So Prince was just reaching out and working with recovery uh, people to actually get off cocaine and to get off the pills. Because it's just like I told you earlier, dude, anyone that does drugs, anybody that knows anything about any fucking drug, uh, when you have a bad sickness or you have pneumonia, you don't go snort cocaine and continue to do drugs. You take a couple days off. Oh, yeah. You take a week off, you take a couple, even if you're a drug addict. Yeah, you deplete your system if you don't. I mean, Period, you, most yeah. people know how to take care of themselves. Right. Um, but even Prince was coming to terms with, he needs to get off the blow, he needs to get off the perks because he could live. And that's where Charlie Sheen is. Just a shame that he didn't get there early, but I know as a fact he was reaching out for help. Um, he had a clinic, uh, this is according to the Star Tribune, Dr. Cornfield, uh, Kornfeld uh, was supposed to work with him in a recovery pro pro uh, process. Instead, he sent his son. Oh. The next day, his son Andrew was the guy that actually made the 911 call of his death. So that's what's such a shame. Yeah. Fuck, who cares if he did drugs? He's a rock and roll fucking superstar. Comes with the territory. You gotta leave some of these guys alone. Yeah. 
Part of his business was coming up in clubs and doing drugs, dude. Right. I mean, that's just what it is. Deal with it, guys. Part of my dad's life, R.I.P. Richard Notero. He grew up in the heroin days, ran the streets, was a Las Vegas enforcer, and because of it, his liver gave out, but doesn't mean he wasn't a good guy. Yeah. Drugs and addiction doesn't mean somebody wasn't a good person. You know what I mean? But, and, and, but these pills that these kids are taking, that yeah, you mentioned all this stuff, these guys are going to have... I mean, really, kidneys, livers, all You guys have no idea what the effect of that is in the future. But to end out my story, Charlie, stay healthy. You can live forever. And that's the main focus uh, of the story, the whole nine yard. Uh, and that's all I got to say about it. You know what I mean? Janet Jackson, uh, beautiful Miss Janet Jackson, is pregnant at 50 years old. Is that your kid, Fondo? Wow, I'll tell you, I wish. No, I'm just playing with you. It's her and her husband, uh, Wissam Al-Manya. Uh, are expected to have their first kid, according to E.T. Janet, who will turn 50 on May 16th, announces a month ago she was postponing her tour indefinitely. Does that seem fucked up to you? I, I, I mean, I usually don't talk. People's personal lives are their lives, but... Well, what are you talking it, about? It, it as is, far it, as cancer it, it, in the tour, it's her business. No, Fuck. but I mean, when, you're, when, you're, when your kid is... You're going to be 68 when your kid is in high school. I guess, you know, I guess... I had my age. first kid at 38, Fondo. I'll be 58 yeah, but, when little D graduates. But you're 12 years younger than her. I mean, she's 12 years older. Veronica, would you? I want Veronica. Would you have a baby at this stage of your life? No. No. So, like I said, it's definitely. But here's what I say on it. I say, go ahead, girl. Who gives a fuck how old you are? Because with the money that Janet Jackson has and the uh, hyperbaric chamber, Michael Jackson probably left her in her will. Yeah. Janet, you keep eating those natural foods from Whole Foods. You keep getting clonics and you sleep in a hyperbaric chamber, not like Michael every night one hour a day, once a week, she could live to 100, Fondo. Yeah. So yeah, You're go right. have a kid at 50 and you could have the best, most quality 50 years with your kids. So I say, absolutely have the kid. I think it's fucking perfect. Moving on in entertainment, uh, I have a Johnny Manziel segment, but do you give a fuck about Johnny Manziel? No. I don't either. It's so. actually old news. He, you know, he had to go to court today. He didn't enter a plea. So, so here's what I'm gonna say about Johnny Manziel. I'm tired of hearing about you. You're not that good. You act like you're a fucking rap artist. You should go try to rap and put out a CD, dude. You'd rather be in the nightclub and be a rapper than a football player. Shame on you. You're embarrassing. But a great guy and a guy that I would like to party with. The part you're embarrassed. <laughs> so don't confuse me, guys. Like it is. I love Manziel. Johnny? I'll get fucked up with him, smoke weed, get drunk with him all day long. But you're a moron for not knowing how to carry yourself in the spotlight, you dumb fuck. All you got to do is play the game and you're rich. That's how, why I'm mad at you. How many people would would die for the opportunity he's had? For the opportunity that he's had. I yeah. mean, the, the great college career. The, it's really sad. It's it really sad. is. And, and, and moving on, Tiger Woods. You know, people Woods. ask me this question all the time. People know I know Tiger. Yeah. They say, will he ever come close to regaining his form? I have, an, I have a, an opinion. Well, what's your opinion? I don't think he'll ever come close to regaining any kind of form anywhere. I think when he, and I mean this sincerely, I've said this repeatedly, when Tiger Woods quit chasing pussy, when Tiger Woods quit the lifestyle that was good for him, when he was out here with Barkley and, and, and with Michael and, and playing cards and staying at the mansion and gambling and doing all the other things that we found out he was doing, he was at the top of his game and nobody can deny that. And I, I mean, the results speak for themselves. I don't think he's, I don't think he believes 
Even Michael Jordan. Let me just tell you like this. Let me tell you like this. Ever since he let his bitch hit his fucking uh, Cadillac truck out with the fucking uh, golf club, it's went down downhill before. It's like Mark M Michael Jordan says. He needs to go hang out with like 50 Cent. You know who he needs to hang out with? Floyd Mayweather Jr. Tiger, you need to call Floyd, go around the yeah. world, and fuck the baddest women in the world and not give a fuck. Stop paying them. Stop running a secret from your wife. Go out there and juggle 20 women at the same time. Get your game back. The only chance of Tiger having any chance of coming back is on the senior tour and that him starting to fuck 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 girls at the same time. Hey, by the way, good point on the senior tour. You know who became a senior this week? Who? One of our favorite players ever. Daly. Oh, John, John Daly. Daly. Shout John out Daly. to John Correct. Daly. 50 uh, years old. Speaking of guy. cocaine and alcoholism, John. <laughs> <laughs> he's our kind of a guy. When he's in town, everybody knows about Big John. Yeah, he'll be the drunkest Very motherfucker around By the there. way, he'll be a huge success on the senior tour. I believe that. But his game has never been the same ever since his wife left him. No. He was in a relationship with an Olympic skiing champion, Lindsey Vaughn, and uh, she dumped him too. It reports that Tiger's now having financial issues. Here's what he needs to do. Go back to listening to rap. Go back to getting a fucking Rolls Royce and dropping the top. Go back to rolling up some of this OG Kush. Go and date about 13 bitches at the same time. And go be back to the old motherfucking black slash Asian Tiger Woods who the fuck you were when you started. Hashtag smoke weed again. Go get your drop top Rolls Royce. Start listening to rap and go get your motherfucking swagger back. You could be the best player in the Don't world. Don't forget to gamble when you have time. <laughs> and that's pretty much it in entertainment news. Uh, UNLV... Uh, as you know, my, you know, my school, I boosted forever. Yep. I love UNLV basketball, but our program, as we know it, is over. Plain and fucking simple. Whoever would have believed the football program would be oh, yeah. very much on the rise. All of our boosting program is, is so completely downhill. Well, our coach, uh, you know, New Mexico State's coach, Marvin Menzies. Menzies uh, calls UNLV his dream school. And you know what? It would be anybody's dream. And I'm going to support you all day long, Marvin. But the athletic department over there... Until we get changes over there and fire people, our team, as we know it, is fucked. But do your best, do you can, stay positive, and go create something out of nothing. That's what the fuck you need to do. I, cre I, I squeeze blood from a turnip. You can, too. And, uh, you know, Menzies getting 3.75 over five years, so he's not making all that much. Guy's dedicated. He's willing to take the job. Good luck to you, brother. Only other thing I'd like to say is uh, Byron Scott got fired yeah. for the young pimp, Luke, to come in and take the job. I think Luke will do good. Do. Luke is connected with the young people. He's connected with the old people. He's professional. And to be sitting on the bench next to Steve Kerr during this fucking phenomenal run that they've been on, if you don't watch everything he does carefully and take that aura over there with you, you have a special thing in your hands, Walton. You better run with that baton and run as fast as you fucking can. I like Luke. I, I think it's great. I, I personally, I wish he'd bring, wish he'd bring his dad, Bill, put him on the bench. Now that you'd have. It really him. was. But Fondo, like I said, just to recap, you know everything that's going on. It's Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yo. We got a gigantic show. Oh, here's the call we've been waiting okay. for. Grinder. Well, I can't call you by your real name because you're live on the podcast, Grinder. There you go. Good, good, good. Hey, listen. Well, listen. Listen, I want to ask you a question, Grinder. Now, you left Las Vegas a couple weeks ago. I want you to tell these people what you and I have done, not only for the last three months, but for the last two weeks. Why don't you just tell me what I've done for you and how much money we made and where you started? 
me tell them, uh, I'm just going to be real blunt about it. Last two weeks ago, I lost, lost, left Las Vegas. Since then, we went 12 out of 12. Huh. And I think I stuck 100000 in my pocket and 100000 in your pocket. That's in the last six days. So, so basically, you're saying we broke the bookie off for two hundred thousand, which is a hundred thousand apiece. Yes, sir. That's exactly what I'm telling you. <laughs> and how much were we betting to do that? Twenty, fifteen, twenty. Well, our average bet lately has been fifteen, right on the nose. But weren't you betting five and ten in the beginning for me to get you there? How much have I made you? How much have I made you overall? Since I took your paperwork over, would it be fair to say that we took Caesar's Palace down for four hundred sixty thousand? I'm gonna say half a million, yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess what? It's not gonna stop. And just for the record, just for the record, who did we have last night? Grinder. Who did we have last night? The over. The over and what? NBA. Who did we have the night before? Oh, man, they're quizzing me. Uh, <laughs> uh, busy counting money. No, but hold on. This is my point. Hey, no, this is, this is, I don't have to worry about that. That's exactly what I was just going to tell my fans. When you hire a guy like me. I don't have to watch games or nothing. It's like an investment. So, Grinder, that's exactly what I'm trying to tell my people. When you hire somebody real like myself, it's my job to do the job for you while you go and do your job. You're very successful. You run a multi-million dollar excavating company. So I allow you to do your job and I make us an extra half a million dollars every three months. I mean, that's no, that, that's a serious deal, isn't it? Oh my God, you ain't kidding. It's awesome. Like I said, I don't have to worry about it. I can sleep at night. I can go out with the old lady. I can do whatever I need to do. But doesn't it doesn't it feel a lot better knowing that because <coughs> you you were a guy that bet games on your own and you bet games on your own even when you were with me and a lot of these guys in my industry uh, uh, all these people out there bet their own games what advice would you give these people because you used to bet on your own as well and ever since I got you to stop and do it my way what has happened. Make money hands over fist. Don't 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 try to think you're better than the system. Let Steve do his job, and you're gonna make more money than you ever seen before in your life. And grinder, I love. <laughs> I love it, brother. I want to give. I gave you a shout out today. Shout out to Baltimore. I said your Washington Capitals sucked a good old fashioned cock. I don't I don't know who sucked yeah. more. Hey, I don't know who sucked more cock this month. The Kardashians or the Capitals. I love you, Grinder. Hey, do me a favor, brother. I'm going to end the show. You have a beautiful day. I'll call you in about 15. All right, take care. Please. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we said it there first. Steve Stevens, VIP Sports. I'm the number one documented individual in the world. That's just one of my clients. That's one of my clients that's been following the podcast ever since the podcast started. I wanted to show you guys that there's so many people out there making money with our system. There's so many people that are taking this serious. I don't want you to do this as a hobby. I want you to do it as an investment. When you purchase with us, you're investing in your future. You're investing in your kids. Remember, 
This is a billion dollar industry. There's more money to be made in sports betting than any other investment in the entire world. Like I said, I'm getting mine. You definitely deserve yours. On the behalf of Steve Stevens Podcast, Nick Fondo, Veronica Garcia, Steve Stevens, the bookie killer, and everybody out here, we love you. See you wouldn't want to be you. And Kelly, I'm about to come home to give you something to eat. I'm glad you made it through the surgery. Can't wait to suck on those things. <laughs> Fair enough. See you guys. I'm out. VIP Sports Podcast, we love you. Don't let the players be the only ones to get paid. Fair enough? <laughs>